0: podcast my name's jacob i'm joe
1: and i'm ethan and today we have some very special guests with us two voice actors currently working um and the two protagonists of the movie that we watched this time around we have lucy christian hello and john Swayze. hello um and today we're talking about the boy and the beast so I think the best way to start off is um, if you guys want to just kind of introduce yourselves and your role in the film, that would be great.
2: You bet. I'm going to go first real quick. My name is John. That's Eric, my plumber. <laughs> <laughs> just bring my pipe here, so, or clog my pipe, or unclog my pipe, I should say. Oh, oh man. Uh-huh. we have down here in uh, Bayou City. You know, Houston is built on a swamp. So it's not uncommon for your pipes to get all clogged up with swampy goodness. That's that's <laughs> that's you know, that's <laughs> always sure.
0: always good to hear.
2: huh And uh, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump the gun. I should have been a gentleman let Lucy go first, but I wanted to get him <laughs> paid real quick. So right.
3: <laughs>
2: There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, did anyway, my art? name is John
4: and I play uh, Kumitetsu in The Boy and the Beast. I am the beast. Yes. He is the beast. And I'm Lucy Christian, and I am the boy when he is a boy. I'm Kyuta in the show, <laughs> and um, we are so happy to be here. We love this movie. Both John and I both are A, friends, B, huge fans of each other, C, huge fans of this movie. So.
2: I awesome. yeah. love talking and about it. This is hands down. People go, "What's my favorite role to ever voice? It's without a doubt this this film right here.
4: Oh, really?
3: Fantastic. That's so
5: fantastic. That's awesome. That's so fantastic. Because I mean, I, I, we all have questions amongst the three of us about your past roles. I know, <laughs> but, uh, but, but,
2: but, I plug. definitely and love. Oh. a Roto-Rooter. Rotorooter, right here. Just help me out. Just plugging them right here. On the all right, all
5: right. Yes. Spotting.
2: Go to when you get. Yes. get <laughs> a plumbing. Unclog your drain. Rotorooter. Woo. Rotorooter. We
5: will we'll get in that devil fruit commercial. The highly coveted.
2: get are gonna get some rotorooter money pretty soon. I guarantee you. Yeah. yeah. Oh
0: yeah. We'll, all right. We'll
2: Our up. first sponsor.
0: First <laughs> devil Fruit sponsor in the park. So oh All my right. gosh.
1: Well, oh like Jacob goodness. was saying, uh, we realize now kind of looking through your guys' bona fides that you've been in almost every well, both of you or one of you have been in almost every show we've watched so far on the podcast. Which is pretty wild.
2: <laughs> so you're here's a little fun fact for you. Yeah. If you go to Anime News Network. Uh-huh. And look under, look under most prolific cast. Okay, Monica Rial, and and by by that I mean most number of roles per actor. Okay, okay. Monica Monica Rial is number one. Okay, Lucy Christian is number two. <laughs> hey, oh. yeah. I am number three. There you go. Wow,
1: <laughs> big two of, so two of three is a really good.
2: Really
4: good. Well, I'll let her
2: elaborate on this too, because she's a, we both started out here in Houston as theater and film and commercial actors and, uh, just sort of fell into this as a job. It was just another job to do. Right. And, yeah. um, it just kind of worked out that we were both very, um, uh, it just was something that really fell into our wheelhouse. And, uh, Okay. It, you know, so when we started working at this company called ADV in Houston back in the uh, late '90s, there weren't a whole lot of people do able to do this. So uh-huh. we get called in for all kinds of stuff, and then as they grew, we were part of their paddock of actors. That it was you were on speed dial. We were there, you were, yeah, on the... we were there two or yeah. three times a week recording different shows. or... And then they'd have things where, you know, you'd go into one studio and record something for one director for a couple hours and then come out and have a 30-minute break. But then you're in the next studio for another hour, have a 30-minute break, then go to another wow. studio. I mean, it was like ping-ponging in these studios, That's, you know. And that the, sounds the, so cool. The beauty of it is, the difference between now and then, and Lucy, I'll let you, I'm going to say this and I'll let you elaborate. But when we started, we had the good, the good fortune, I should say of there just weren't a lot of people that could do this. So right. we learned this handful of actors, and it's not just the two of us. There's Michael Rial and Chris Patton and Chris and Greg Ayers and you know a handful of others that are wonderfully talented, amazing talents. But we were the ones that they always called on. Now, today, there are hundreds of actors, thousands mm. of actors, that are right. certainly just as good as we are. That can do this, you know. That have their own style. I mean, maybe not the same style, but they're very talented. But the thing is now is that even though there are more roles, there's not the kind of uh, flood like there was back in the '90s and right. uh, late '90s and early 2000s, where it was like, you know, we've got a show after show after show just couldn't bump it out fast enough. Right, and right. now, while right. Going, there's just a lot more actors, so. You know, whereas I might do 15 different roles in a series, now I'm doing five or four, you know, so right sure, uh, because there's just more actors out there that can do it, and ideally, that's really what you want, as you know,
1: yeah, get that diversity, yeah. And Lucy, you had the same kind of experience,
4: um, well, I can definitely say that, uh. We've been in this game for a long time and I never thought anime was going to be, I never thought anime was going to figure into my life the way it has. Um, I was sure. I was just an actor and I happened to book a lot of voice work. And um, the company that's now Sentai Filmworks, but it was ADV Films, had a straight up uh, audition at my talent agency. And I will be 100% wow. honest with you. I was like, I'm not quite sure what anime is
2: Um, when I went on
4: this audition, but I knew that when I was in college, the boys would show a certain kind of anime in the back rooms of parties. (laughs) All of you know what I, you exactly know. (laughs) And I was like,
5: are you kidding me? (laughs) And I was like, 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 there'd be a party going on and then a certain group of boys would be like, hey. (laughs) We yeah. <laughs> go to the back room. That was
3: L-A- hilarious. What you just <laughs> are you did? Serious? That's
4: exactly right. And so it would be out in the back room, and you would go back and be like, "What is that? What are those tentacles? What is happening?" No, and- oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah. I am here. I am just here to tell. I'm keeping it real. So when my um, agent was like, "We have this anime audition for you," I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah,
1: like almost insulted. Do you have for me? Right.
4: Anyway." So, of course, the, the short story after that is that I went to ADV Films and I read and got, like, a bit part in something. And I went home and told my roommate at the time that I was horrible, that I did not know how to dub anime. I was bad. They would never assuredly have me back. And um, there was an audition there a couple of weeks later, and I got cast as the lead and was in sheer, total astonishment.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
4: And that's when I went to the internet. I mean, I'm sure it was dial-up back then where I was like, what are we doing? What is the anime? And I (laughs) I went to Anime News Network. I remember I found Anime News Network and learned about this entire community of people that were going to not only watch our work, but, you know, review you. And Uh it was a whole thing. And I was just terrified that they would find out that I was a fraud and didn't know what I was doing. Um, But it has worked out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That, I, I would say.
3: say
5: yeah. I think that's safe to For say both yeah. of you. Yeah, it's I, worked by, out by that much? I, I I think it's so cool that you, I mean I don't know if you just briefly said it, but but did did both of you start with uh, theater acting on stage? Yes, I did. Fantastic. That's, that's just I. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's where Jacob and I met. Yeah, was through exactly. acting exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, through high school and stuff, and then and then Ethan came around a little bit later. Uh, See,
4: you are are the picture of what we tell people because people are always asking us about, you know, how to get started voice acting and stuff like that. And we always mm -hmm. say, get involved with theater or get involved with acting classes or whatever. Because aside from what you learn from the classes and the technique or whatever, you will meet other like-minded people Mm -hmm. and you will start liking Mm -hmm. each other and you will get together and start making stuff.
0: Right. And that that is
4: where... That is where everything will springboard. You will meet other people who are making stuff and you'll collaborate with them and you'll meet people that you work really well together. Yeah. And one of you yeah. will get into an industry and bring the rest of you along. And it's just kind of how it works.
2: And one of, one of the other cool things is what you all have, I say you all collectively, your generation, or the people that are getting into this now, is that, which we certainly didn't have, is the internet the way it is now. I mean, Lucy mentioned mm. a bit about dialogue. And yeah, you know, I mean the yeah, I'm yeah, glad
5: yeah, you did yeah. it because I was about to make the sound. So yeah. you did it, not
2: me. My kids are like, what are you talking about? What is that? You know, and I'm like, that's what it used to be. That's what it might uh-huh. be. And, sure. um, but now you know you've got a you've got a, a world now where and Lucy and I both tell kids this. I want to get into this. Well, it's very difficult, but you know what isn't difficult? Well, it's, it's all difficult, but I mean, nothing is preventing you from creating your own content, yeah. and putting it on YouTube. My son just started a Twitch channel. You know, he's playing yeah. video. Yeah, and he's got like he's got like he's like I go, what's wrong? He's like, I only got like five viewers. I'm like, well, you need to promote it. Go get yourself a Twitter and get yourself a, a, a Facebook and put it out there, and I'll 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 help you, and you know, but you gotta you gotta promote it. And uh, it's so funny to listen to him when uh, people sign in. You know, he's got his headset on. He's like, "Oh, hey, Billy, hi, how you doing? Welcome, man. Thanks for joining the feed." And he's so <laughs> <incredible>. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. and, and I know other people do that kind of thing, but it's like you know what? That's the kind of possibilities that exist now. You right. don't have to necessarily get the deal from the mm-hmm. record company or the movie. business, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it can yeah. just, you can put it out there. And yeah. if you're persistent and you take time, and that's another thing that that um, I don't think people always consider is that they look at Lucy and Monica and me and, you know, Chris Sabin and just a host of other wonderfully talented people. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, man, I, I want to do what you do. And it's like, you know, we've been doing this for like almost 30 years.
3: Right. Right. <laughs> You
1: I'm put try, your dues
2: in, but it's like this didn't happen. We didn't start this last week, you oh, know? yeah. And yeah. and that fortunately, one of the downsides with people like my son and that generation is they want it right now. They want they expect it to have this. Give it to me now. I just want it all now. It's like yeah. it takes. It just takes time, tenacity, banging your head against the wall yeah. until you just can't bang it anymore. And
4: oh, yeah. but probably, enjoy the oh,
2: ride. With yes, with one more. And the wall would come down, and everything would go well, you know.
4: But Sure. But to that, don't you think, though, John? I mean, one of the real joys, I think, in my adult life that I could never have dreamed up, um, is seeing anime go from something that, I mean, none of us ever thought it was going to be as big as it is now. Um. Sure. No, when yeah. we started doing this, A, there was no money in it, really, not much at all. And you never, we went to cons, but nobody, it was, it was such a different time. um, mm. And now to see anime being so much more mainstream and so much more accessible to people, I'm excited about it. I mean, it's such a nice arc to see in our career that something you kind of started out doing just because it was here in Houston, but you never thought a whole bunch of people would see it. Um, right, right, yeah. You know,
0: well, was, and, and both of you played a massive role in in helping with that too. I mean,
2: that, that whole thank you. But you know, Lucy, very uh, I don't know if it's famously, but uh, very humbly famously, I would say, would always say this. I it was a mantra that I sort of took, and I think a lot of other actors took it too, but. Even in the days like I would call the glory days of adV when here in Houston this company adV had six studios running from nine in the morning till 10 o'clock at night we were the number one producer of anime in North America now you we were still getting it on DVDs yeah. they tried they launched the <laughs> yeah they launched a VOD platform which you're oh like oh well, this is cool but it, there was no streaming yet none of that uh-huh. Yeah. And, sure. and, and, and conventions. And there might be, you know, hey, we want you to come to our convention. We'll either put you up or we'll fly you. One or the other. You pick, you pick what you don't want to pay for and we'll pay for that. Right. And there might be one or two a month now, well, pre-COVID now. But right. even now, like with Anime Dallas and other shows that are gonna start coming back and whatnot. There are five, six, seven of these a week, and they're not only paying for you to fly out. They're paying for you to be put up. They're giving you per deal. They're giving you appearance fees. They're setting you up with a table where you can sell your merch. I mean, it's completely been a game changer. Uh, and yeah. what, what Lucy used to say years ago, and, and maybe you still say this, Lucy, but I always thought it was a wonderful statement. And then she would say this, you know, all of this, yeah. I am so grateful, but it could be over and end like that. Mm-hmm. with no explanations no thanks for the work nothing it's just and that's the way this business is mm. and i mean the entertainment business. it I is know. yeah and we're done we're moving on thanks a lot bye you know meow. and yeah. um and so that's just something you know you always have to take into consideration and i just always thought those were such wise words from her and and still do but i yeah. i wasn't you're just saying to lucy i think that now it I don't think that's really going to be a possibility. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Well,
0: always, always assume it's your last time, but there's a pretty good chance that it's not.
4: Yes. I've just always, I've always been um, aware that, I mean, I like being an actor and it's incredibly unpredictable, but it suits me and I'm okay with that. Mm. Um, But I have always known that Um, we're contract workers at the, at the end of the day and companies Mm. have to do what they have to do. But I'll tell you, it's such a fun thing. Like I've always seen from afar people who had, you know, amazing sort of once in a lifetime things like Dragon Ball Z and, you know, amazing shows that are just going to be iconic and forever. And it's just a thing and it just is. Um, And then, and then. I'll tell you when my hero academia or academia happened um, and we've experienced a little bit of that. Right. I mean, like what a gift. I just look at all of that as a huge yeah. gift. Um, yeah. It right. It is See, really both. something. Yeah. It is really. Absolutely. And the number of people that are, it's just, I think opening the anime fandom up mm-hmm. to, like you said, how you guys pick movies and stuff that, Maybe aren't mainstream, or maybe that somebody who's not into anime is like, "Yeah, I'll watch that." Mm-hmm. Um, that's what my hero is—that show where somebody who's not into anime will watch. Yeah,
0: that's very show. much. If so. there's one thing that if there's one thing so. that the West loves, it's superheroes. I tell you what—that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah,
4: it's exactly right. So yeah.
0: to bring things full circle
1: and kind of put a pin in what we were just talking about, uh, my fiance, who has been on the show and is not what I would consider an anime fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was talked into by myself to go to uh, the Boy and the Beast when it was in theaters and like a limited run. When uh, I think we were in Arizona at the time,
3: right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm.
1: so it was my my first experience going to see an anime film in the theaters. Was was this movie? Um, and we went and saw it, and and I wouldn't say she was like. You know, I'm a, now an anime fan, but she really enjoyed it, and I obviously enjoyed it, and now we're watching it again. But um to bring it full circle, now, how did you guys? You're obviously well known at this time. I think you got these jobs probably around like 2015. So how did how did these jobs come around, and how did you guys kind of feel about it going in? Did you know after, this is post Summer Wars, so you probably knew that this was going to be a success. But uh how did you feel about taking the roles and and how are you, like, introduced to the characters?
4: You want to go, John?
2: Uh, sure. So um, I had uh, worked on Summer Wars. And, uh, of course, uh, both of us had done a lot of work up at Funimation, uh, who produced the film, or who dubbed it, I should say. Right. Um, we, uh, you know, we certainly are well-known, and, and people know what our skill sets are and what, you know, what, where we fall. Um, and, uh, Mike McFarland, who was directing it is sort of one of the older directors there. And it was actually the very first director I ever worked with at Funimation back in the day. And, um, you know, we're, we're friends and buddies and, you know, we, you know, get along and life is all cool and everything. But he, um, called me in to audition for it. Um, and I think he actually sent the sides down to me. I don't think I was up there for that one. But um, I uh, remember there was something about it, and maybe it's because it was, was Momura Hosada that I was just like, oh. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But there was something about it that I was just like, you know what, I really need to, I need to get this role. I, I, I wanna do what I need to do to get this. And so I ended up, <clears throat> I done a lot more homework for that audition than I've ever done for any other role since, really. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what did that look like? I, well, I, I was like, you know, reading everything I could about Posada. I was listening to what the Japanese actor did, you know, oh, yeah. and, and really kind of studying it. And, uh, we have a friend here in Houston, um, that does a lot of work with Funimation. There's, he's sort of their Houston studio, you know, he's a, he's an independent guy, but when we do stuff through source connect and whatnot, we go to his studio. and. So we were fairly, you know, he's very familiar with their setups and whatnot. And, um, I ended up sending off audition. I spent probably two hours auditioning, you know, and does that sound right? And asking him and, well, let's try it again. And we just kind of went round and round with it and finally sent it off. And I don't think that it, was, it was a while, maybe a week or two before I heard anything, maybe even longer than that, that I got it. And, um, I was beside myself. I couldn't believe it. And I went up to Dallas for two days and had about 16 hours worth of recording. And, um, it was just an, it was just a joy. And I was so thrilled with it. And, and, you know, Mike, there's some shows I'm not going to, you know, pretend this doesn't happen, but there's some shows when an actor comes in and they're good. I want to preface that when they're good. Um, they do a role, they do a line, and you're like, "That was great." We're moving on, you know. Um, um, and there's Nothing wrong with that. I mean, it is what it is. You know, you're not reinventing the wheel. Like they don't right. try to get the best take. They just kind of say, "Okay, well, we got it." it and yeah, it's just that that one take might be great. You know, I mean, we can right. do it. And is it going to be better? I don't know. I mean, right? I think, but sure. fine. There was nothing wrong with it. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and and I say that uh, because a lot of actors, especially like Lucy, me, Monica etc. You know we've been doing this so long. We understand the rhythms and the, mm. the feel and the vibes and we know what certain characters sound, you know what I mean? It's we just get it. Mm-hmm. Get it. Yeah. But with this guy, uh uh from Mike really t- we took a lot of time with it and just didn't you know, just took our time with the lines and you know, I think he way overbooked me for the time we needed. And so we could play with it and not rush through it. You know, there wasn't a rush. It was just like, let's have fun and let's get it done. And at the end of the day, when it was all done, I was like, dude, that was, you know, exhausting, but man, I think that turned out great.
3: Right. I, yeah. I, don't
1: mean yeah. to,
2: I don't mean to say like, man, I was great. I don't mean, no, that. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean, you know, I think you were. This This is a it beautiful was... movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Asked it perfectly. And you know, Lucy could not be better. No one could have beat her on that. And, uh, but it was a beautiful transition between her and Eric Vale. I mean, that was, right. a, it worked perfectly. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, even when I took my family to go see the movie, we, yeah. we went to Alamo Draft House here in, in Texas, in Houston. And, you know, we went in and, and I took my whole family we came out and my little daughter who will forever be in my good graces for this, she was probably nine, nine years old at the time. She's walking out, holding my hand. She's like, looks up and goes, Daddy, you were awesome as the voice of the beast. And of <laughs> everybody's standing around like, what, what, you know, freaking out and everything. Yeah. And, and, but it was, it was magical. And, and, you know, <laughs> selfishly, my only sad part is, is that it was a movie and it's not a series. Right, mm, sure. Also, yeah. it's beauty. It's it's a movie, you know, and it just I don't know. It was touching, and and I'll throw it over to Lucy. But I will say that uh, she's got a friend, uh, or maybe I don't know if it's Michael's friend or your friend. But we got to go, kind of do what we're doing now, yeah, but yeah. Up, up in uh, where was that?
4: Wayne, Wayne, Nebraska.
2: Yes, we got. To oh, go I go thought to you, go you were going to say Wayne Industries, now. like that
4: uh, <laughs> So I
2: was like, I'm like, what? We got to go up and, and they they had a screening of the movie and they had both of us up there and it was it was a hoot, man. That's you
3: awesome. Know? Yeah. And, uh, so you guys,
2: I you know, again, selfishly, I wish more would have come out of it. I think it was one of those movies that everyone loved, but it was right. kind of sleeper you know. No one, it wasn't didn't because yeah. they were they were going to have a big LA premiere and all that kind of thing, and that all kind of fell by the wayside. So. sure. But, so you know, I,
1: that was I'm Mike. completely ignorant to how these kinds of things happen. Um, so you you guys were not in the studio at the same time when you were recording these lines at any point. No, nope. no. Lucy, tell I don't even know your experience on this.
4: Never. Um, my experience was, um, Mike sent me the sides, and um, he his instruction to me he was like what he does is they'll text you and say or they'll send you an email and say hey i really am thinking of you for something can you audition are you interested and you say yes
3: yeah (laughs) so
4: so he sent me the sides and he was very careful to say um this is a boy and i really like it when you voice boys but we are going for realism not cartoons Mm. you Mm -hmm. know which is which really is a different thing, um you've got your Nancy Cartwrights, you know, who does an amazing um Bart Simpson, but right. when they want something that is more dramatic and sort of straight, it's a real challenge, so yeah, I recorded it in this studio that I'm sitting in right now, um, and I remember just watching it and listening to the Japanese and really loving the animation,
3: yeah and it's gorgeous. you
4: know. It's gorgeous wish and hope (laughs) I sent it off with a wish and a hope. Um, and then, yeah, it was the same thing. I went up and recorded and enjoyed it so much because like, like John said, there is a difference. It's not that people do not care about the product. It's that as you go along and you're working on different things, um, you may have different amounts of time to devote to it. Um, Mm. or it may be, you know, there may be a lot going on and, um, But with something like that, that's a movie that is very likely to get a theatrical release, such care was taken with it. Mm -hmm. And um, Mike is so thorough and such a professional. He's so great and good at drawing out performances in people. Even like John said, people like us who tend to give good reads. Um, Mm. we, We tend, and there are a lot of actors like that who've done it enough that Their first read is not going to be far off,
3: (laughs) right? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) They
4: know how to how to talk and how to have conversations, and they know how to hold that. Um, But Mike is real good about sort of pushing you along just a little bit to get something uh, just a little bit different, or a little more special, or a little more nuanced. Um, Yeah. And it was just a joy, just a total, total joy. Yeah. And yeah, when I when I saw it, oh gosh, when I saw it in the theater. I took my husband and I did not check to make sure we were watching the dub. So we watched it in Japanese. Oh no!
0: Oh my God.
4: And my husband kept looking at me.
0: Oh man.
4: And I was like, we're just like,
5: when did you learn Japanese, honey? <laughs> you know? this is like... Yeah.
4: So I watched it in Japanese and I was like, well, that's a good movie. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
5: oh man.
4: That's
3: what, That's what we so wanted to, good. we were going to ask, it's like,
4: so in
5: the, in the recording process, did, do you listen to the Japanese voice actors, like, once before you go, or during, yes. or is that, yeah. okay. uh, how does that fit
0: yeah, in? I, I, cause, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in this side of it, cause you're coming from a perspective of, like, you know, normally if you're just being a character for something, you're, you're going off of a script, you're reading it, you're building research, you're, figuring out a character. But then in this situation, it's like you're doing that, but there's also already an established, you know, finished product that's been made with an actor who's already done the role. What, how does that, how is that different? How do you go about it? Like, how do you attack that differently as an actor trying to figure out how to dub something versus having a character just from the beginning, I guess.
3: Mm.
4: Well, I mean, John is a director, so he probably has has a, a a bead on this. But we're very dependent on our directors. I'll tell you, okay. they fill in. They're they're generally the ones who bring you in and say, "So this is the world you're in, and this is how your character fits into that world. This is their emotional, um, this is what's happening, mm-hmm. and then you'll usually watch it once, um." Just to see what the animation is and what right. what the lip flaps are, and what the voice sounds like, what the Japanese did, and a lot of times the directors will say, "I feel like the Japanese is a little high. I would like you to pitch it lower, or vice versa." Uh, okay. Um. Yeah. Or notice that they're very soft. Keep that. I like.
1: So the whole um, and then you building the voice yeah. happens along with the director. Like you don't walk into the studio and say like. John's I have like, this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it seems like, I mean, you guys are, you guys knocking out of the park. It seems like you come into that studio and like you have this figured out to a, to a degree. But like, John, for your character, like when you came in as the Beast, did you kind of in your audition already kind of figure out that voice? Or did that take Mike to kind of go back and forth on that?
2: Well, uh, all of the above. I mean, everything Lucy just said, everything y'all just touched on is all of the above. I mean, uh-huh. there's no... If you do ABC, you'll get the voice. I mean, there's so many different factors. But the, the first thing, and again, this goes back to when I was researching the role, is listening to what the Japanese actor did, because the Japanese actor is the one that created it. Right. You know, we're not trying to take that away from him or her. Right. We're there to dub it into English and and sound as close to them as possible. Now that doesn't mean we're trying to mimic them per se or, right. or copy them because we are bringing our own thing to it and, and mm-hmm. the different languages have different you know things that you hit and, and inflections and, and, and what yeah. right. Um. but it's uh, but but you do want to be in the boat I, I'll take just a little sidebar here and give you an example uh, when I auditioned for the role of in soul leader for uh, Lord Death Lord Death, Lord Death. Yeah. um I had been working, I think at the time had been working up in the studio up in Dallas uh on One Piece, or it may have been my bride as a mermaid. But I it was a voice where it was something like this. And um I uh Zach Bolton goes, Hey man, I want you to audition for this thing called Soul Eater and your character's name is Lord Death. Well I didn't know anything about the show, but yeah I mean, right. the name Lord Death, I'm expecting I'm Lord Death, you know that kind yeah, of yeah. Yeah. yeah, big scary. Yeah. And I went in and just you know <laughs> he goes hello, yeah. Whoa, stop, No, 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 no. Listen to the Japanese guy. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: <laughs> oh wait, wait up here like this. Right. So completely different, right? And um, so that's that's kind of uh, that's one thing. But uh-huh. then also, like Lucy said, you know you're you're really leaning on your director to guide you in. And so, um, but then also as a director, I'm also looking to the actor to, okay, what, what are you bringing to the table and let's work together to make it work. So, um, like a show we're doing right now, um, that Lucy is in that I'm directing called snafu. Okay. Uh, she came in with this character and I said, okay, so, you give her kind of a description then i say let's look at this scene where you can see her and see how she acts and see what she sounds like and then let lucy or whatever actor it is but lucy was the example we're using like, let lucy go okay all right yeah all right let's try this and then we'll do a few lines and then uh we either go eh, let's go with not quite so high or not quite so young or you know, whatever it might be, or Lucy might listen to it and go, um, mm-hmm. can I do that again? Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw it. Really something is i and like, like mm-hmm. it. Let me just try that again. Mm-hmm. And then, so you kind of, it's a, it's a process, you know, um, soul leader, for mm-hmm. example, even after I got the part, um, the first recording session, we did like 30 minutes of the session and Zach, the director was like, stop. Okay where you are right now with the voice is exactly where I want it to be. So let's just start over.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: yeah. um, But, but then, then we were in the zone. So, you know, the the, one of the beautiful things and fortunate things is that again, Lucy and I have been doing this long enough that, um, number one, uh, we can fall, we can find that voice pretty quickly, but also, you know, uh, there's a certain range of voices, especially with the proliferation of more actors coming into the scene, but there's, a, there's a, a range of voices that we fall into that the directors kind of go, this is kind of John's wheelhouse right here. This is what, if we need this, we'll call John. You know, they're not going to call me to do a 12-year-old boy or a 16-year-old uh, yeah. teenager. <laughs> I'm not going to sound right. Unless yeah. it's some freaky you know freaky friday setup. you know where, <laughs> uh, right. but um, so but yeah but it's it's it is it's a real it's a real process and you know but the the cool thing is is working with there uh, there's there's a distinct difference when working with lucy christian and working with somebody who's never done this before
1: right yeah i'd imagine i, I yeah uh, of course i mean just you saying just now when you were like okay do it younger like i would have no idea where to start with <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh so kind of going in that same vein I think both your characters have a pretty significant arc in the way that you deliver the lines and like the characters themselves change their personality develop because the whole theme of the whole movie is identity and you know the themes that deal with that so how as a voice actor do you kind of make those like micro adjustments where you know by the end of the film the beast is more of a fatherly figure than A mentor and i think at at least my interpretation of of what you did john he felt different he felt more fatherly than in the beginning he was kind of more gruff and aggressive in his delivery and so are those things that like are those micro adjustments things that now you're just that's no problem that comes naturally or are those things that you really have to work on
2: no that's and lucy said this earlier we depend on the directors and that's Mm -hmm. that is pure and simple man that's where the director is absolutely invaluable mm, yeah, sure. even even in a movie like this where you know lucy and i um are going to be in a majority of the film we're not in every scene but we're going to be in enough of it that we get a good sense of what's going on you know a lot of times you come in as an actor and you have no uh, point, I, right what the context of the scene that you're doing is what right. happened in the scene just before it to make you say these lines we don't always get that that luxury. But in this case, we did. But even then, you really have to rely on the director because he or she is gonna know those points and those marks, those you know milestone, whatever you wanna call them, mm-hmm. where, okay, here's the shift. Here's the change. And, um, and I remember very distinctly, Mike was, you know, cause I, I was getting into stuff and he's like, okay, okay we're too gruff it's you you've you've made the change you know you, you need to dial that back a little bit have a sure. little more
1: i felt that yeah
5: did,
2: did you record it
5: chronologically like yes. did you were you oh, okay so so you were able to be like okay
2: that's where i was yeah back here i don't i don't think i don't think i've ever recorded anything non-chronologically
5: okay, okay. oh
0: interesting
2: wow
5: I just hear about that with well, like Hollywood. Well it's the very time. different
0: from a yeah. live action set sometimes where it can't Fair always enough, be chronological. You know? Duh, but, yeah. but
5: that's <laughs> yes. cool. No, yeah, I mean if
0: you
4: can, the, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I will say is um just in ter- it's I mean it's kind of not the same but it is we recorded when we got One Piece. We were in the 100s. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't <laughs> right. go back. Uh, we didn't go back and start with episode 1 until we'd been dubbing that series a year and a half two years or something wow so wait, I had never wait, wait, seen wait wait,
5: wait 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 yeah so are, I so are you saying <laughs> that when I love that your mind One is blown when started airing in the west you started dubbing like the hundreds episodes before you put out the the first ones yes
4: yeah, so what happened was what No, what happened was that, um, oh, John, what was the name of that other company? Um, The company that had One Piece before Funimation.
3: Uh, Is that that totally? Four kids. Four kids. Four kids.
4: kids. kids. So they had a broadcast um, contract and they had, we were still under that. As far as I knew, when we came on and One Piece was, um, when Funimation started dubbing it, we had to pick up where they were in their broadcast contract Uh, Uh. so we were in the 100s and um there were three different studios at funimation working on one piece and trying to meet these deadlines and i remember we would like run from studio to studio going how are you saying this island's name like Uh. what is happening you know trying to figure it out and it wasn't until um, Funimation had moved. I feel like we were already in the new space. It's not new anymore. But um, when we went back and started with episode one, because I had never seen like Nami's backstory. Um, oh, I have not so seen good. that. That's so wild. Isn't that weird? Yes. That yeah. is the yeah, total cause truth. Yeah, because Nami's backstory
5: is like they tell it really early. That's yes. that's the first. That's the whole whole first one. Well, no, no, it's Spurs, the Arlong arc, but, and it's yeah, just yeah, yeah.
4: Like. But yeah, it's. Um, oh.
0: So that was something wow. that
4: happened not chronologically. Um, but generally in our shows, we do.
0: Just straight up.
4: We do straight go chronologically. It, it, at yeah.
5: least okay. like within the episode, at least, or whatever like that day's project is.
4: Yes.
1: Interesting. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
4: Cool. And we're never in the same. Uh, we're never in the same booth. The only time people ever record at the same time are. Some studios do walla sessions with people in the booth at the same time. A lot of background stuff okay. um, oh. with people in a restaurant, sound, um, school kids. There's lots of school kid walla. Okay. Um, how would you?
5: How would you mimic that? Would you like just borrow a kindergarten class and have them play around <laughs> in the back? Like, how do you? How <laughs> no, do you, how do you No. Get they would that? get like
4: me, John, a bunch of people in there, and of like maybe four people. And they would say, okay, you guys are, you know, it's in the hall between classes. So a lot of, like, you know, maybe I don't want to, this test. I'm nervous about this test. Or uh-huh. So you just sit and they'll go and it lasts, you know, 35 seconds. And so right. we're all wearing headphones. And when our cue comes, we just start going. Oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah, what are
2: you talking about? I don't want to I'm even, not sleep. I, I don't know about that
4: I'm so tired. Oh my gosh. And then just you? like oh
2: layer gosh. it on Where top of it. Oh my, oh my gosh. Cool.
5: Yeah. And you just do that it in it really,
2: it. it's a it's a cacophonous mixture. you know sure. uh, Yeah, yeah.
5: Because it's not meant to be and if they need returnable. to make it
2: cool, kids, if they need to make it really young, they'll just pitch it all up.
5: Yeah.
3: Sure.
4: Yeah. Or they'll get us in there and be like, you're that little boy with the blue shirt. And and all you have to do is cry because your ice cream cone fell in the thing. And so I just watch the thing and go, eh, 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 yeah. mom, eh, you know, and that's, great. that's it.
5: Dude, technology is so cool. Like, it the, fun? Uh, like,
2: is technology I just... so cool? Can you, can you smell the pot I'm smelling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. You. I think one of my neighbors is smoking out here. <laughs>
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: well, get, something about Walla too that I know
4: that um, I asked the, the directors once, like, how, because everything is so fast now, you have to turn in things, the deadlines mm. are so tight. And I was like, mm. how do you acclimate new people to doing this work? It, there's just not a learning curve. And so a lot of times they will use Walla sessions to sort of bring new oh. people in and Let them start getting a feel for the work. Let them do a few wallow sessions Mm -hmm. and then a few boy in blue shirt and girl with the headband. First person
5: exposure to... to, Okay.
1: Well, we won't keep you guys too much longer here. Um, We just have a couple more questions. I think one thing that I'd like to know just kind of your day-to-day now, like how has 2020, how has working from home affected you as voice actors? Is that something that's been an easy transition or...
2: Is it elaborate and build well, a big so, thing okay, at home? Or? So um, here's, I, we've had we've had kind of different experiences, um, yeah. and I'll I'll tell you mine real quick. Then I'll I'll go refreshing my beverage. All right. <laughs> and, <my whiskey. laughs> <laughs> um, and first of all, let me also just say to you and all your fans watching and listening that so sorry for all the hubbub going here. But every time I do something like this, life never stops at the Swayze House, and it's just like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Lucy's, that. Lucy's so last time we did a, a video kind of thing, Lucy's her daughters would peek in the back door and she uh-huh. the door and stuff. And the dog would come in. It was so cute as could be, you know. But um anyway, so uh what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> like working in 2020, in 2020. yeah how, how's how's 2020 yeah, been yeah, for, yeah. yeah yeah so for me for me um i've been working as a director and actor at uh sentai Filmworks, okay. and i also have another job doing some uh video production for another company on the side it's a and i was contract for both basically uh-huh and um and then doing con- And stuff like that and doing voice work You know commercials and industrials And such and when the Pandemic hit A couple of good things Happened number one I had just gotten word of the next Show I was directing and they Said but nobody's written it yet Do you want to write it and I was like oh Well I've I've got two weeks you bet I'll write it so I really like To write shows but so I, I Wrote the show so I was busy Then and then I had uh, <clears throat> because I'm an independent contractor, I was able to get a PPP loan or whatever you call it. And uh, then my through my other job, my film job, they got a PPP loan and were able to pay me. So I really kind of never, you know, knock on wood, never lost a step. Okay. And um, and then uh, I will I will say this, uh, Sentai, uh, Joey. We were talking about Joey, who direct uh, directs uh, *Nights of the Zodiac* and some other folks at Sentai really busted their humps and uh, got us where we could go back into the studio and record and feel safe about it. Awesome! um, That's great. uh, Yeah, I mean they they came up with some protocols and some stuff, and frankly, stuff that even after all of this is gone. These protocols will probably remain in place forever and ever. Just because they're good ideas. Make sure we're always safe. And um, they did a great job with it. And uh, so that was that. I had a couple of things I had to record at home. I don't really have my own studio like Lucy does. So um, I, but I do have a setup. And uh, so I was able to record a couple of things. I did some stuff for um, My Hero. But it was like five or six lines. It was not a big chunk, right. so okay. they, they sent me the they sent me the lines in time. Of, Here's the timing we need, and I right. just recorded it and sent it back. Yes. So That's mine cool. was mine was pretty easy, and then then we start. We got back in the studio almost, you know, pretty quickly. So I was back doing that. But okay. Lucy, Lucy's stories I, is significantly different because I remember talking to her about you know, Funimation was sending out equipment to people and I was like, oh my yeah, God, really. and he's having to now it now. So I, I will let you tell that tale because it's different, but. Uh,
4: well, um, yeah, my, I mean, my COVID story is, um, a little different than John's. I, everything slowed down and actually I just ended up turning almost all of my attention to my kids.
3: Um, Mm, Okay.
4: Because suddenly they were home and um trying to do online school and everybody's trying to figure it out. Juggle. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the whole thing. Um Mm -hmm. I have been really fortunate, I have to say. Um, I mean, things could always be better, but they could definitely be worse. Mm. Um, I've had enough work to sustain um, my life Mm -hmm. during this time. I'm, I've always been thankful that I have a bunch of eggs in my basket. I've never totally relied on anime or any one thing to sort of be it.
5: Awesome. Um,
4: so I've had, Mm. I do audio books and things like that. So I've gotten a few books during the time. I, I, do a lot of um, like corporate type work and stuff like that, where you read sort of soul killing training videos, but <laughs> you've done, but you've done to read it over
5: for like training videos. That's amazing. What if, what if my. In this course, you will.
3: Gosh. Gosh. Okay.
2: I will oh. tell you there, there is nothing sexier to a voice actor than to do seven hours of voiceover about arc welding. Oh Yeah. <laughs>
5: Sure. Accounting. Welcome. Welcome accounting. To the is like my accounting.
2: accounting. Dude, no, that's just oh, one of man.
5: our early my, one of my favorite memories of, of me, Jacob, and one of our past roommates is we somehow got a hold of a local grocery store's training. Oh, yeah. Trading yeah we, DVD. We, yeah. I don't know how we found that, but we were like, wouldn't it be funny? It was at a goodwill. We, yeah, it was at a goodwill. <laughs> yeah. And we were like. Let's get this. And yeah. we just had a whole night watching that thing and making fun of it. And it was oh that God. was one of the great oh, <laughs> that, is awesome. that is awesome. So
2: and if somehow you can get the rights, that's the kind of thing you need to dub. <laughs> <laughs> there you
5: exactly.
0: Go. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Just go oh, and make man. the words
5: completely different. Oh my gosh. That would be <laughs> That'd be great. Oh well, man. something.
4: One of the like John said, I mean, Sentai, so I've I've continued to also have work. That's a th- That's the thing. I've been thankful for the work I've been able to have. Um, Going to Sentai, they set up very clear. um, They're also a a pretty small house. So they are able to restrict things, um, I think, a lot easier than larger companies. Funimation, Mm -hmm. um, I have to say, they were so, I feel like, brave and awesome. They reached out to us saying, would you be interested in recording from home? I never thought that would be a thing.
3: Um, I mean, we
4: we live, I live in in Houston and Funimation Mm -hmm. is in Flower Mound, just north of Fort Worth, um, which is four and a half hours from my house. I've been making that drive for a long time, for like 13 years or something. And um, anyway, they set it all up where they gave out kits to some people. I did not get that. I have my own setup, but we figured out how to... Do it. And it was, I mean, the first My Hero uh episode we did from home, I remember going, How are they doing this? How are they taking <laughs> like how are they taking my sound that comes from my setup here mm-hmm,
3: and right. putting
4: it in the same world as Cliff's sound and Justin's sound right. and Colleen's wow. sound and how are they doing that? And they did yeah. that, and I think that's amazing. I, I yeah, just changing feel the like, room
5: sound and 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 whether or not it's reverberating and doing all that—that's oh, incredible. That's, actually, it's, that's it's really amazing. cool. It's that's, amazing. That's yeah. And I feel like I feel like they it.
4: did that. Them doing that was like this moment of, hey, we have an opportunity to get our show in fans' hands in maybe not the most pristine way, but the most the way that has the most heart and camaraderie and like sure, yeah. collective yeah. effort it was so i just thought it was so cool um yeah so there's there's that so we've been i've been lucky to continue to work for them and for sentai i'm doing my little audio books and doing my business my kids have just started back to school again so we are again virtual learning um yeah mm. And looking at the future, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's been six months in, and I feel like there are days when I just feel like I've hit the wall. I miss my community of people. Um, mm-hmm. I know we all, I think we all miss moving in the world.
3: Absolutely. yeah. yeah. Like having agency, oh,
4: yeah. just the agency. Um, mm-hmm. And I dream of when that's going to come back. Like we make we make little plans. John and I, um, I'm on John's board this year and we did have Anime Houston. We canceled it appropriately. And then Anime Dallas is the first weekend in December. And so far it's on. It's far enough out that we are trying to make a projection, but you just can't really know.
3: Yeah, right.
2: And mm-hmm. I feel like that's, mm.
4: that's where we all are is sort of the fatigue of making tentative is, plans, yeah. but always knowing that they may when drop off 10? your calendar. I, I
2: think, you know, to, to elaborate on that, a little bit. You know, when this all started, I was actually looking at a document today online. And, you know, it wasn't until, like, it started in January, you know, number of cases in America. There wasn't even a positive case in Texas until, like, March. right? Like, one yeah (laughs) it's like what but but the the way things have been going yeah it was like uh uh-oh it's here so it wasn't like oh dude it's one so what you know and we we have a uh an event here that uh, i'm involved with called the houston livestock show and rodeo and it's uh the the end of february beginning of march first few weeks of march and Millions it's of people. a month long
4: rodeo, you guys.
2: Wow. It's wow. huge. That's wow. great.
5: And That um, sounds like the most Texas thing I've ever it heard. It is of. the most it Texas. Is. It <laughs> is. It <laughs> is. <laughs>
4: that's like
5: a,
2: a month long rodeo. Like, it was like wow. when, when they they were in about, uh, a, week, about a week and a half, so halfway through. Yeah. And when they made the call, we're shutting it down. I think that's when shit got real. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Like, uh-huh. man, everybody kinda went North. everybody kinda of went, what? Right. And that first two weeks when it was all shut down and like everybody just stayed home and everybody watched uh, Carol Baskin and, and Tiger King. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. I can't believe that was this year. Oh, and man. That seems on, like so this, long ago. We on this porch. Yeah. And every night, you know, we had family time and it was, you know, whatever. But it was like the weather was beautiful and it was all great. But you're like, well, this is going to be over in a couple of weeks. Fine. Yeah. It's all an imposed vacation. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I would never thought we would be here where we are today. But I will also say that... <clears throat> We've learned a lot of things, and and one of those things though is you got to be smart, you got to be responsible, and you've got to be um, uh, compassionate. But you you have to be smart. That's the first thing. Or the smart,
5: responsible, thing. compassionate. That's that's
2: three pillars to live a life on. I yeah, think. Right. That's that's right. The thing is, and that's why you know Lucy said right now we are going to put on anime Dallas, mm-hmm. but in our video. You know, Lucy points out. If at any time we feel that it ain't going to work, it's if numbers start to go up or if whatever. If we don't feel it's going to work, then we're we're pulling the plug. That's Sorry, it. Sorry. Right. And your money you can you can come next year. You've already paid for next year, but it's just not worth it. It's not about. Oh, I think we can do it. Yeah. It's right. Only, right. Only if we can do it safely. Only if yeah. we can do it smartly, respectively. Yeah. You know, there's so many factors involved and it's like, um, but, but we have to live our lives. We can't sit on the back porch forever. Right. You know, oh yeah. It won't work. Lucy just said it, you know, she misses her people. She misses that. We're, we need to have that interaction. I mean, I, you can only say, Hey, I love you.
5: Yeah, yeah. Having those interactions yeah. where you see somebody and then you're like, "Wait, are we? Are we hugging? Are we?" Worried? I know it's you, so you, you awkward. It is. Yeah. Do, do you shake yeah. hands? Is that enough? I don't. I don't it's know. so weird. The, I, and then the yeah. elbow
4: bump is so weird. It's all weird. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. is. That's weird. like a it thing. Is. Like
5: I've worked in restaurants so long, and I'm just like, "Is that like are our hands? Like, are we? Are we in the kitchen, like, working with stuff? And we're like, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah.' How you doing with the elbow? <laughs> let, me, let me tap that." Yeah. I did not say well, that. Let me, I, wow, I did not say this, that <laughs> sentence. Oh, man. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up
1: here. That is I think awesome. I just have one more question with you guys. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, John, if, if you got to go, that's, that's totally fine. I just kind of wanted you guys to say, you know, what, what you're working on, where people can, like, find you currently. Oh, yeah. Um, and, then, uh, and then you guys can sign off, and uh, we appreciate you guys coming on. It's been yeah. great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so You're yeah.
3: You-
4: okay. Well, um, I am currently in well snafu. I'm working on with John and um, what else at Sentai? Um, Made in Abyss. The third movie oh. just came out. Um, and it's wonderful. I mean, it's yeah. rough. You guys don't show that to your kids. It's rough. We've been
0: um, watching some rough stuff recently, so fair
4: enough. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Um, I thought I was going to show it to my kids, and then I, I thankfully took a little a little look-see. And, <laughs> I have a little look-see. It is, that is rough. It is rough, um, but so good. I'm so proud of, those, of that show. Mm. And the mm. soundtrack, I'll tell you, that's a good COVID soundtrack, the Made in Abyss soundtrack um, from the whole season and the movies is just, um okay
3: so what
4: else there's the millionaire i mean uh no uh the detective show uh, funimation is doing right now um that's awesome it's cliff show i'm in that and i am if anybody loves audiobooks, i have quite a few really fun audiobooks on audible that um depending on what you like i tend to do romances and ya books there's okay. a couple of sci fi trilogies that are really good, the Shifter trilogy. Um, okay. But anyway, that's where you can see me these days or hear me. Great. Or, you cool. know, if you're like learning some training at Chevron, then.
5: <laughs> I, dude, okay, oh, yeah. I, might, I might go try and get a weekend job at Chevron just now just so I could like just to watch go it. through the training process and be like, wait, wait. Super
4: wait. good with acronyms, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: love it That's
2: awesome. so, uh, and something else I will just dovetail, let that dovetail into also what, what Lucy has done is um, aside from Anime Dallas which we're very excited about, if you're in the Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas area get uh-huh. your take but um, I uh, have a new children's book coming out oh it gets glasses it gets glasses alright and it's a wonderful. wonderful little children's book. Uh, it's hard to see with the sunlight, but it's, it's, uh, I'm gonna show you a little artwork here, but you can see it's kind of cool. It's got all kinds of nifty yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's great. It, but did, did you do the illustrations too? No, 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 no. A very talented actor <laughs> friend of ours, Blake Shepard, did them. Okay. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. And we did an audio version, oh. and Lucy is in the audio version of it. Ah, uh. she- but we did it. It's, it's not just an audio book. It's a, it's acted out like an audio play. Oh, so she plays cool. Very cool. goose, and uh, uh, the whole premise of the thing is is Jungleberg um, is uh it's a it actually was kind of born out of anime conventions, but it's uh, sure. it's, it's a it's a place that is very inclusive. It's very um, uh, um what I'm looking for uh, diverse. Okay. You know, there's all kinds of different animals in Jungleburg that you wouldn't find in a jungle. Cool. So it's kind of got that feel, and it deals the the series will deal with this is the first book, but the series will deal with things that kids might deal with that uh, to an adult we're like it's no big deal, get over it. But to the kid, it's actually something.
3: A big right. So
2: we have our next book actually written. We're we're just tweaking it now. It's about a squirrel. Uh, who's Afraid of Heights. And, oh, that's um, great. Uh, that's awesome. Lucy will be in that as well. and uh, But it's a, it's a wonderful series, um, and so I encourage everybody to, to go out and check it out. Um, other than that, uh, for me, um, just working at Sentai, um, working, directing, loving life, you know, dealing yeah. with life as it comes, and yeah. I'll pick up a bucket of fried chicken. That's I love to hear that. That's oh. a
0: good evening right there
4: <laughs> that's right,
1: well, thanks right. again for coming on. Yes. Uh, I, I appreciate both of you and wonderful stories this and was uh, so fun. The Boy and the Beast was great. You guys rocked it.
4: I I, don't yeah, know else I yeah. can say it so we've, it was such a good movie, it. and it was so beautiful. I'll tell you my one of my favorite images from that movie because I didn't see Eric's parts um until. The movie was out. I had never seen the end of the movie. Mm. Right. Um, and I bawled like a baby. And I loved the, um, all of the imagery of the whale and mm-hmm. all of right. that. I thought that was just stunning. What an amazing thing they made. So pretty. Um, yeah. And what an honor. We, I mean, I think John and I both would say that you couldn't dream up these, this career it, mm. it sort of comes along and then you get to be a part of it. And it's just amazing. That's right. Well,
2: one of, one of the things that was really, uh, for me, that was sort of a, a feather in my cap, if you will, or a kind of a, oh, look at me. But, um, you know, when we audition for these roles, um, a lot of times um, we send in our auditions and the, the team at Funimation or Sentai, whoever will listen to it, but the people in Japan actually may have the ultimate say-so. Yeah. Like, oh. Do you like that voice or no? We don't like that voice.
3: Yeah. So when I got, really? when I got,
2: when I got selected for Boy and the Beast, I was sort of like, ah, Mamoru Hosanna picked my voice. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's and, uh, fantastic. Then I, then I found out from Mike McFarlane. No, he didn't I didn't. <laughs> oh. Oh. So oh, I really? just said, Well, that's fine, but when I tell the story. <laughs> yeah. was not a thing.
1: Right. And you did Summer Wars too. So that's you know, that's another yeah. one. So okay. that's great.
2: Well, guys, thank you so much for having me and Lucy. I know I don't want to yeah. speak for her, but it's been a real joy, man. It's been a lot of fun.
5: So much fun. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. No, that's, I, thank you. I yeah, thank you very much for everything. I was I I yeah, I I was like I was like, guys, I really just want to ask them about like advice on things and I didn't even have to do it (laughs) like like you just like yeah you guys are wonderful above and beyond thank you very much
1: yeah
4: thank you thanks for having us this was awesome
1: great
0: all right appreciate it
4: well you guys take care and we will see you maybe hopefully someday in person that would be awesome that That would be awesome. awesome yeah absolutely
0: we just got done having a great discussion with the two main dub actors from the boy and the beast john Swasey and lucy christian we had a great time it was a really interesting uh talk about just how the industry works and their history in it uh-huh. um so now we want to actually have a little you know just a little short discussion about the movie itself and then of course as always with every devil fruit review give our ratings At the end, Amen, brother. F through S, which one will it be? You'll have to listen all the way through to find out. (laughs) I mean, you could skip, but don't do that. Yeah, (laughs) don't skip. That's I don't know why you would skip. I mean, look, we're we're having good discussions here. Listen,
5: just like what John said, it's about the process. It's about the ride. You got to enjoy it as you go. Yeah, you know, and like,
0: and if you want to be a smart. Responsible, compassionate person Which is exactly what John Swayze Wants you to be Uh-huh. If you want to be good in the eyes of John Swayze Then you listen to the entire podcast I really do I, so I want to be good in the eyes of John Swayze Well then you better listen to the whole podcast Joe In fact, you're a part of it I, So anyways yeah. uh, The Boy and the Beast <laughs> So The Boy and the Beast um, It was uh, Quite a good movie
3: I, It I was loved pretty
0: it. good It was a good time. It was so good. There was a boy. There was a beast. Yeah, and in a way, metaphorically, couldn't they be the? They couldn't they be (laughs) both?
1: I. So this was my uh, this uh, is uh, my folklore folklore pick. Yes, Yes, yes. And I think that by no stretch this was folklore, but I think that if you're not familiar with Japanese folklore that you probably you know wouldn't say like that was a folklore movie. So I went and right. looked it up uh you know as far as like what this is based on. Okay. And um religion, folklore, those kinds of things are usually a you know, staple of Japanese anime. And the parallels between like the mystical, the magical, and then the real world, which this is very much that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: and so I think that Spirited Away is probably the like the movie that most people have seen that this is most familiar to, as far as like there's the real human world. They cross through this alleyway, and they're in this world of mm. a different. You know, beasts rule the world, but not really. Um, And so, I looked up the terminology for this. So, the boy and the beast is—I don't know how to say this—and you might have to help me, Jacob. Okay. Bakemono, I think it's called. Bakemono. Bakemono sounds correct. Yeah. Is the word for this
0: realm of folklore? What what this world is that we saw. The world of ah, the beasts. Which is why Bakemonogatari is called what it's called. Because uh, Gatari is story, so it's a story about...
3: about
1: uh, connections!
3: Mm-hmm. In Spirited
1: Away, uh, it's more concerned with the Shinto faith and the world of spirits. Well, this is the world of beasts. Right. Cool. Okay. So um, that's the folklore. Uh, these these Bakimono uh in this realm, there are spirits that can shape shift um and the the reincarnation that they talk about through the film is right. kind of what that is hinting at. They don't really like flush that out until the end of the film
0: right until you see um our main 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 character change into a sword a sword
5: of the soul sword. Sword Which the soul. is the coolest shit ever like oh it jo it it but you guys weren't
1: kind of bummed that he didn't just pick up the sword, though.
0: I kind of was expecting that, and I while yeah. I I fully comprehend the reason why that didn't happen, and uh-huh. I respect right. it. the The massive action weeb inside of me, you know, my my own soul, sword, soul, sword, soul, sword, soul. Your sword, my, my own soul, sword. <laughs> Jeez, that inside of me wanted me wanted him to pick up the sword and do cool stuff. Yeah, but again, I understand why that didn't happen, and that was one thing I will say. It's not a critique of the movie, but just based off of the cover and just like the overall look of the film, I really expected this to just be like a crazy fun time action romp, and it was a lot more than that. It was so like, much yeah. more like, as a anime lot more tends than that. to be. Yeah, At was, least you know a good it at least yeah, I was like uh, <laughs> I was like ah <laughs> it was it, was, a good it anime. was it was like it was like yeah, you got all of your like it was like you got a lot of your action movie tropes of like training and and like the bickering between the master and the student and you got all that kind of stuff and then you got some really cool action scenes but then yeah it was done in a very unique fashion. And then there was all this other, all this other metaphor being built through that whole film. Um, mainly talking about like identity and, you know, fighting your own demons and, um, finding a sense, finding a sense of belonging and yeah. And family and parenthood. And, yeah. Yeah.
5: Parenthood was a big one.
0: Um, Very, very interesting stuff just across the board. I
5: think
1: I'd be interested to see this film again, you know, in, like, 20 years, once I've had Mm. an experience of, like, raising a child.
3: Mm. It's different.
1: And I, 20 years from now, will ask you about that because I doubt (laughs) I'll have children. But Well, no, like, but think about it. Think about it this way. Like, I think that you and me and Joe probably at this point in our lives all identified with Ren. I think later in our lives we'll be able to identify more with Kubitetsu than with... Right, Rima. right. And that will be interesting to see... Well, I mean, in a way, I already relate to
0: yelling at children. <laughs>
5: but... What? <laughs> <laughs> huh? the children are you yelling at, Jacob? What? <laughs> what?
0: Don't, worry, don't, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> oh. So, yeah. No, I totally get what you mean. Exactly. Like, it definitely... I think, yeah, I, I definitely think that we're still so, so young that I feel like I still relate to kids more in a lot mm. of those yeah. situations. Mm. You know?
1: Yep. So I think we should talk about... I mean, the beginning of the film is pretty straightforward. He's a runaway. Uh, he stumbles into the world of the beasts somewhat by accident. Somewhat... As like is it accident,
5: though? That's one of my it things. Wasn't. It's, it wasn't. Because like, they said, how did he get there? And it's like, you, you can only get here... By following a very specific pattern of paths, yeah, which right. in and is so cool because that's a whole statement. I think on like, how do you get to the spirit world, like afterlife sort of thing? Like, how do you do it? Well, you you live a certain way. You follow a certain set of paths. That, that's. I mean, maybe I'm reading into it too much. I don't know, but I, I don't I like know that. if it was completely accident.
0: Sure. I mean, yeah, well, and I think, I think also, I think Kumatetsu kind of kind of guided him, sort of, like he didn't like very yeah. specifically do it, but he like hinted at, at like where he was at enough, where I think he sort of figured it out. And then yeah, you could also make an, a definite argument that it was almost like a fateful encounter, how he was able to get through the path properly, mm. um, something like that. Sure. Uh,
1: but then we get to the most lit scene. Very shortly
0: afterwards. I love using the word "lit."
1: Where, uh, well, maybe it's not very shortly afterwards because he becomes he becomes his apprentice, right? Uh, by force. Are you,
5: are you talking about the first fight?
1: The first fight, yes, <sighs> with uh, Yozen. Yes.
5: You mean you mean the Aslan pig?
0: Yeah, very confused about what type of animal he was because he was dude, very much a, bore, a pig. Right? He was a. Well, yeah, he was, he like was a, a boar. But he was also a lion, because like he, that mane is not what a boar has. Yeah, he looked like freaking Aslan,
5: like Narnia status, with Yo, tusks. Aslan is cool. Aslan's fantastic. He's he's Aslan is Jesus. <laughs> check out check out for the
0: next check out for the next winter winter chicken dinner when we watch the, the, the Chronicles of Narnia.
3: The Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Don't worry about it, guys. So his first fight. Were you into it
5: dude the first when they first clash swords and i loved yeah 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 the seeing seeing <laughs> aslan's like recoiling sword like vibrate in his hand i thought that was such a cool way of showing the power
1: yeah yeah uh, no and then you see their transformation for the first time
0: yeah that so that was a very interesting that, that was something i didn't expect because i was like okay so world of like beast men cool uh-huh. great uh-huh. whatever you know some of them seem to have like like we don't like get the full concept of the magic abilities until we like hear about like how the one kid's got like telekinesis or whatever mm-hmm. but then we learned that he was a human the whole time so i don't even know uh, but you know these beasts seem to have like kind of magical powers but they're kind of just like just big beast men that have like super strength then we get to that fight and it's like oh they also have this weird ability to like like, revert further into their beast form to, like, gain strength for a, like, dude. limited amount of time. You know what my mind immediately yeah. went to
5: through that? Animorphs. No, Legend of Zelda. Master oh, well, It was uh, straight-up Ganondorf turning into Ganon. When he, especially because he was a boar. I was right. like, dude.
1: That's
5: very true. I was like, as, as, that, that, he is now Ganon. That's that's yeah. that's all I got from that's it, cool. and I, he's he's Might an be. Aslan Ganon. I was, that's, I was it, into that's it.
1: A, yeah, I was thinking about when Roshi beefs up. Oh, with the original Kamehameha wave.
0: So before we get into a Dragon Ball Z conversation, um, <laughs> yeah, no, but that was that was really cool. The fight scene was really cool, and I like that. That was like the moment that we were able to see Ren like realize that that uh uh Kumitsetsu was you know the same as him in the sense that like no one really wanted him around people didn't like him yeah. and and like that <sighs> helped him relate to a degree where he was like you know what no i think this guy could understand me i will let him teach me kind of thing
5: and 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 that um, moment when he cries out his name and Kumitsetsu right. just is in disbelief like utter yeah. disbelief and he's yeah first time he's ever just heard looking around yeah oh right. my gosh that that I thought that was so well done.
0: Yeah, no, it, it was really cool, and getting to see their training was super interesting. Yeah, that's
3: um,
1: like the next like thirty minutes of the film is almost just like a big training montage. Right, I'm well, so good, into right.
0: it because it because it's so cool how like they they went for a very interesting flipped approach to training montages where usually you're gonna you know I would say like you're you're the biggest like I would the most stereotypical training montage in my head is either like is either rocky or karate kid it's like you know what i mean like if you're talking about one where you're like specifically has have a mentor that's like guiding you karate kid is like the thing where constantly it's just like the person trying to do something and the mentor comes in and like perfectly shows like no you got to do it like this and then like they start to figure it out at this one they said let's take that idea Flip it completely on its head and just have Kumatetsu be the worst teacher possible. Mm-hmm. He can't yeah. explain so anything he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's like he can't explain anything. Because to him, it's just that's what he learned. He's never had to teach anybody. It's just like you just do it. That's all he gets. But then, like, to take this whole different approach where then it becomes like the kid naturally begins to learn by just following and mirroring the movement mm-hmm. and recognizing like what he's doing. And then he gets so good at it that he starts knowing what he's going to do before he can even do it.
5: Yeah. yeah which yeah. is,
0: which I think that was the key moment where you start to go where I forget who said it, but like the whole thing about the master and the T or the, like the master and the student, they kind of are they're both at the same time. The, That's like the, the moment the lord. where, right? The
5: the rabbit lord he mentions it right. at the end of the training montage. He's like, no, but Kumatetsu is getting better too, and blah blah blah. Right. blah. And, and you, know, you realize like, that yeah.
0: yeah, it's almost like they're it's almost like they're not master and student in a way. Like they're just they're building each other up together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and that was a really that was really cool. How'd you guys feel about the? Uh, like, the quick montage of them just, like, traveling across the world. <laughs> Meeting the that. masters to, to like, pretty, find true strength.
5: Pretty cool, actually. Because I immediately, I thought, I was like, oh, this is going to be the whole movie. Right. And it wasn't. And I'm okay with it. Um, I, did, I, get,
0: I did like that they took a comedic approach to it. Where it was just, yeah. like, show up somewhere and someone was like, true strength. That's dumb. That's this yeah. is all I do. And they were like, "So what is it?" Then they're like, "Ah." Yeah.
5: I think, but, but but I think they did such a good job of like, like true strength is what is it? It's an illusion. What right, is that was it? The first it's, one. it's patience. What is it? It's it's timing. the willingness to be like the yeah. stone. Yeah. I, 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 like and then, I, and then timing. I, it's the little quips that like play off of like Taoism almost. Yeah, and I I ate that
0: off. Well, and I like that. I, I like that too. it shows it shows that I think really like true strength is kind of what true strength is what you make it in a way because everybody has a different viewpoint and all of them are valid in a completely different way,
1: uh-huh. and
0: it really just becomes like how much do you believe in that form of thinking and that becomes that strength, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and that's, that's yeah. very, that was, you know, what I thought was interesting about it while they were also being comedic about it. Um, yeah.
5: I thought it was, I, I loved it. I did.
0: I also really do like the visual concept of humans having darkness inside of them that they have to keep in check. And I think that there is a very interesting conversation there where I think even if you are a good person, there's a lot there, there's always times when you can dip into that dark side of yourself. Um, right. And it's Absolutely. different. And it's different. Like how, like, you know, obviously it's different. What level that is. I'm not saying that like, you know, Joe's a great guy, but like sometimes when he has a bad day, he just like murders people. Like, you know, like I'm not saying that, you know? I mean,
5: Yeah, no, that's, that's, but, but I mean, uh, that can even tie in with uh, a silent voice. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a quote-unquote good person can still do bad things. I, that's right. There, I, I personally, I something that I I try to live by and try to tell myself before I ever judge somebody is, I I don't think that there is something as a good person or a bad person. No, it's, it's just a person. Everybody is living more or less the. I, well, it's, I, I, there's just people.
0: And it's just that you're affected by, you know, you're affected by the way that you grow up and the way that you live. And then in turn, you decide the type of person you're going to be. And even when you decide to be a good person as much as you can, you're not always going to be that person, but it's all mm-hmm. about how much you're keeping yourself in check. And that's really what it is, is that even sometimes like, you know, like if I had to give an example for myself, something like, you know, I, sometimes I get really short tempered and I can get really mad with people and say some nasty things when like, I don't know, like when I'm at work or whatever it may be. But the thing is, is that when that happens, I always, even if, even if I end up letting that out, I will stop and go, okay, you might've done that, but now you need to recognize that wasn't the right way to do it you shouldn't have done that you should you should apologize for that and recognize that you shouldn't do that going forward and like it's always like you you can't be perfect but as long as you're keeping yourself in check that's what makes the biggest difference and you can't let um you can't let your history which is a thing that they talk about in this movie you can't let you know your your past experiences completely affect how you're acting now because what's the point you know you're just letting yeah. it you're just letting it take it over take you over, which is very visually shown with the whole like hole in their chest kind of like enveloping them is like are you gonna let that take over your entire being, or are you going to recognize what you're doing as wrong and keep yourself in a good spot you know um uh, mm-hmm. yep. so very interesting stuff there, uh and then obviously coming into that ending fight scene with the whale is fucking awesome or I, I guess we should talk about the fight scene that they that kuma and and uh uh, uh lion lion Pigman um <laughs> that they that they have because then they have their rematch and that was great it was I, really it was cool I love arena matches. Can I just say that? I love when there's just a fight yep. in a big arena. That's a mm. good time.
5: I um, loved the clashing of the swords, and they had such force that the one sheath just shattered.
1: Yeah. I loved the idea that they couldn't unsheathe the swords. That was like so right. interesting to me. Right. Out, of re- out of respect. I don't know why that was cool, but it I really think was. That,
5: I think it goes back to Japanese history, and there's a whole... There was a whole era where swords were outlawed.
1: Sure. Um, but it's like, you know, they were allowed to have the sword, but they couldn't unsheathe it, and that's what was right. cool.
5: I wonder if that's where, like... Well, Kenpo is just, like, sword-style martial arts, right? But is it Kendo, when when they fight with the, the, with the wood swords?
0: I, I am, I, I guess I don't know. I wonder if it relates yeah. to
5: that. I wonder not, if it relates as... to, like...
4: The it respect
5: could. of the style and the respect of the form, but also understanding that like we shouldn't be killing each other. So mm-hmm. let's Yeah, like, I think
1: the whole deal of like drawing your blade means like you intend to
0: kill. It definitely is very Japanese, I think, from my understanding. Right. Um yeah. I also very much enjoyed that when they were just just laying down fisticuffs that that uh uh Kubetetsu had a very he had a very boxing style. Oh, um, he was yeah, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. At that first yeah. fight, he did the feet he did the feet thing. Yeah,
5: he did, he did, the, the, feet he did the feet thing. thing. He was he Muhammad did the Ali. Feet he, thing. he did it.
0: the feet thing, more like Muhammad barely. No oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
4: <laughs>
1: so yeah, that, that fight was very cool. I think the whole hole in yourself thing was pretty on the nose, but like they did it well. It wasn't like
0: obnoxious. I mean, yeah, yeah, like, obviously, like, yeah, it wasn't, like, super fucking, like, difficult to grasp. It was very straightforward, but I liked how it yeah. looked. It reminded me of the Anti-Spiral from Gurren Lagan. Um, oh, so I haven't thought about it made that me. in a long time. That's what it made me think of. Um, I thought of the Heartless. Yeah, it kind of looks like that, too. I just like anything with just, like, billowing, dark energy. Yeah. It's like, what, what you sure. know, but... But then, and then I, I just enjoy that. So then they, Pokemon they bring it like out of, they bring it out of the spiritual world into now we're in the full bore, like regular human world. And then he has this fight with the kid and, and it, I really liked that fight. Cause it was so weird. Like his whole thing with being able to like morph into that whale And, and like how it was like a shadow, like sliding across the earth, and then it could like come up and like push shit.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought that was really, it was really cool. And then again, obviously, all big reference into Moby Dick because that was a big connection through the the movie. But I um, love,
5: I love it when anime has
0: literary influences. Okay.
5: Like there's, there's another whole, I'm forgetting what the movie is, but the 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 John Denver song uh I think it's Country Roads Country Roads yeah what uh, is like a big it's a big part of uh, uh, it's I um it's uh I think uh, it's, it's it's some Ghibli movie I think it's like from Up on Poppy Hill or oh I don't know somebody's going to tell me I'm sure but like I I just love it when uh, anime is influenced from western culture cuz I feel like a lot of stuff on the west side is g- greatly influenced from anime and eastern culture and and oh, yeah. it's not often when you It's see, definitely you know, a big like, back and forth. Yeah.
0: For sure. I think
1: that his other films also represent that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Girl Who Leapt Through, Through Time and Summer Wars are both like very much so an introduction into Japanese culture through, like, Western eyes. Mm. Um, which is... I mean, those movies... Check out this director's movies, man. His filmography is just... nuts
5: Oh, The Girl Who Left Your Time is amazing.
1: They're all hits. They're all hits.
0: They're all hits. And They're I don't mean to be like, 100. if you guys feel
1: like we're rushing through this, we're a little short on time. But we're also on, like, we're riding this high from the interview. Let's be honest.
0: I, I'm feeling our opinions on a film great.
1: are nothing compared to the the interview we just did. So,
0: yeah, are
5: we set for
0: our I'm, our I'm, final I'm, I'm set right now. I'm set right here, right now. Yep, okay. we're doing it. We're doing I, it. I, right. I got a I got a young B plus for this Ooh. one, and I know okay. that that's not incredibly high. I my only reasoning is like I did enjoy this movie. And I don't know if I just, maybe I built myself up thinking it was going to be something different and that's what's keeping me out of making it a bigger rating. Like, I really enjoyed it. It didn't emotionally impact me that much personally. Um, Like, I liked what it was going for, but I kind of just, I don't know. It wasn't my favorite thing in the world. I, Mm -hmm. I think it's still really good. I really enjoyed it. But ultimately on my list, I put it, um, I put it right below, like right in my really good category. Right below like Naruto and Premiere, um, because I really just, I, I ultimately my list is based off of enjoyment. And while I think from a completely like unbiased spectrum, I think this would be high, a higher rated film for my own personal enjoyment. That's where it sits. So. I uh I
1: had this at a B plus before for my first viewing. Um and I'm gonna move it up to an A minus. That's where I have Violet Evergarden and Batman Ninja, Paul's Moving Castle. Mm. Some big hitters up there. Yeah. One piece One Piece lies at the A minus spot.
3: <laughs> like.
1: Um and yeah, I think that this movie has faults in that it's covering a huge amount of time in Ren's life. Um, and you don't get to really see that like slow progression. It's more of kind of a dramatic change in his interests, I would say, is the biggest part. Like he goes from like he finds his family to eight years later and he's you know, he's comfortable with that life. And I think that the, that ten minutes is what's really jarring to me is like, oh, now he's interested in girls. Oh, now he's interested in like, all the learning that he missed out on before, and like catching up to that. Mm. I think is the only detriment to the film because but, they don't really give you time for that.
0: But they're Ethan, I thought part. you liked time skips. I love <laughs>
1: time skips, and I think that they can be done. They're also one of the most dangerous things to do in anime.
0: Very right? true. I think in any kind of entertainment, time skips are yeah. scary.
1: You could really with time. Screw you got to have a good reason to do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm at an A minus. I love the film. I'm excited to see what this director does next.
5: Yo, fair enough. I've been bouncing back and forth literally just between an A plus and an S. Um, just because it's the, the I, I, th- I think I'm going to put it in an S for me. Um, because it hits all the different sweet spots for me um like like one of the reasons I love Full Metal Alchemist so much is i i i I think it's a as a show it's like a it's like an exploration of philosophy disguised as an action show, and I think that this movie could also relate to that. Mm-hmm. um or 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 fall into that category i mean and uh but less so much of philosophy and more of just like well yeah no philosophy like ways of living life and and how to go about it and and the consequences of your actions and side character's actions and 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 i just think that this is one of those things where there's lots of layers to peel back right. and i am a sucker for that. And then when you throw in a training montage, a cool teacher, a uh, a uh, uh, who is the teacher kind of idea. And 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 all of these messages about what it is to have a family uh and, yeah. and what it is to be a father, what it is to be a, a son and a student and 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 what it is to have true strength and i i am a sucker for that and and to speak on ethan's point about the point of education and stuff i i i am so thankful that they showed the book smarts being a, a pursuit of his um because i feel like that's another avenue for strength um and i think that that's what they were trying to highlight there like ren was prodigy student almost in a lot of ways and he was he was going on the pilgrimage he went and and got all these different advices and he learned how to fight and he he mimicked and but he's also studying and exercising his mind and it's just a really good message um and i've already recommended this movie to a couple people and i only just watched it yesterday so that i think also is a good indicator that's an s for me because i'm i'm quick it's quick in my head to be a recommendation right um
0: the last yeah, yeah. three three movies now you have ranked it s
5: i is it really yeah well is it robot carnival and a silent voice and uh and now boy and the beast
0: oh yeah We'd be choosing good movies out here. I
5: mean, yeah, in my yeah. defense, though, they're good
0: movies. We'd be, we'd be choosing them good, good. But when yeah. we get to that G. The chicken, only one chicken. that
5: would be like the oddball out in that scenario is Robot Carnival. And I feel like I justified why that's an S for
0: me. No, I why, no, and now why, no one yeah. no one disagreed. I I'd still agree yeah. with you on that. Um cool, guys. Uh, really fun episode. It was really interesting to learn about some of the processes of of dub voice acting and how, yes, you know, because ultimately, you know, it's just really vital to the way that anime exploded in the West, um, into the modern day that we're in now. And it still is important to this day, you know, like people, some people just don't want to watch stuff with subs. Some people maybe just don't like it because they're not used to it. And maybe they'll like it later or, you know, there's, there's, it's, It's not the easiest form of entertainment to get into just for, you know, compared to just like popping on Netflix and watching a, you know, whatever Western show that you can just click on and no big deal. So Mm -hmm. when you get these types of dubs, especially, you know, when they, you know, as the quality of them has only gotten better and better over the years too, you know, it's just there to make things more expansive and easier to view. Um, so, it's really cool getting to hear about all that, as well as within the context of movies and this, sp- this particular movie. Um,
1: yeah. And don't be an anti dubber. Like, it's just more content. There's nothing to hate on there. There's so many people out there who just think it's like the lower form of anime. It's, it's, it's really just to make it more accessible to more people. And that's not something to hate on.
0: No. And I mean, and that's the thing is like, I listen, I totally get if you like subs more, I totally get it. I'm the same yeah. way. I usually listen to subs, Uh, you know, it's just, I I personally prefer that, but it doesn't mean that because you like subs more that dubs are bad, sure there are bad dubs out there, but there's also probably bad original Japanese dubs, and on top of all that, there is some incredible English dubs that are just as good, if not arguably better, than the original subs sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. almost any any of these big movies have amazing english dubs that are well worth watching in that in that form uh you could go watch cowboy bebop that's a great english dub that's a great one you know full metal alchemist has great english dubs full metal uh, alchemist uh, dvz dragon ball z a- a dragon ball z i'd almost say that the english dubs even more iconic than the japanese dub. i
5: I I prefer the dub. And you know, you know what, I'm Dragon Ball. I'm
1: watching Hunter Hunter right now, and
5: oh, that's I a good dub too. Yeah, that dub is really good.
0: Is it? It's is really it good. Hunter Hunter or is it Hunter X Hunter? How am I supposed to say it? I think it out the loud? creator
5: of the show, the creator of the show, I think has gone on record saying it's Hunter Hunter. I like, hate that. There's so that. many people. There's such. There's so many people that got exposed to it over here and stuff that, that were like, n- n- no, no.
0: It's yeah it's X.
5: Because it's I like mean, I get
0: like I get the X's there as like a it's like a versus, you know? Like right. Hunter cross Hunter kind of thing, but like mm-hmm. It's so good, guys. I I love that yeah, show. I, I, I I'm sure it is. But you know what, you know what, Ethan? As much Sign as, as I'd like to get into Hunter x Hunter, I'm still watching Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D. So with all that being <laughs> said. I hate everything about it. <laughs> You just they gotta have give, police that slow got, you down. You've got to get. You've got to give speed duels a chance. Anyways, I'm irritated. If <laughs> you gotta give speed duels a chance, um, he's got the. You say Fudo's got the Stardust Dragon. Why'd you get him um, off um, of Ethan? Um, so just... so so. If you want to keep up with us <laughs> and keep hearing all about me ranting and raving about how great yugioh 5ds is um you can follow us on spotify and listen to us and you know we got a good backlog going now you should oh, go, yeah you should, you should you should go back and listen to the other ones you know sure. yeah we've got some collabs on there we've got science fell in love so i tried to prove it we've that's got, your callback we've that's got your callback? <laughs> i think that was a good scene that was the one you gotta start at the beginning you gotta see how it formed There's man. a lot of go people back. on that parasite. you've gotta go, go check back. out gangsta and see how that one blew up in our faces you gotta see i don't think gangsta's out there oh
5: that's right oh it's no our first oh, patreon no. is it is it
0: isn't on youtube it's no, gonna be our first Patreon not.
1: backer. It's not. Bit.
0: Yeah, if we end up with a Patreon, we'll probably end up showing you guys that one. But uh, anyway, and, uh, our, I, and our demon slayer and episodes. the demon slayer ones too, if that actually is like listenable. Um, Oofta. ufta. Uh, but yeah, check out that one. Check out parasite. That's a pretty long one. You know, you can get into that. That one's a pretty. You could go pretty deep on that one. You could watch Saint Seiya. Uh you could. You could, you You know, you could not watch Saya, but well, you could listen to our podcast about Saint Saya. That was pretty good. That was a good time. Um, But yeah, all that being said, you know, you got there on Spotify, and then and then you got and then you got Apple Podcast because it's not just like Apple Music anymore. They had to separate it. Now it's Apple Podcast, and you know, if you're on there, you can give us a rating. We would prefer five. If you, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> we would prefer the, fifth, the, the five stars, the fifth star. Um, and, you know, let us know about how great uh, our podcast is. And I definitely won't, won't let it get to my head. Um, if you want to talk to us, we've got a Twitter, you know, there's an Instagram too. There's even a Facebook Devil Fruit, Devil Fruit Corp. Go find it. It's there. Yeah, you
1: can also reach out to our Jeep. You know, t- send us an email. If you got something you'd recommend? If yeah. You got something you want to say?
0: Or if you go through corporate or, email, or if you are an anime voice actor looking to come <laughs> onto the show, huh? <laughs> please email us. We will take all of you.
1: We've already got once. top three, baby. So we can't so, don't feel intimidated.
0: Yeah. But. Don't. Yeah. But like you know, if you're top four, we'll we'll think about it. Well, yeah. We can negotiate. Something. Like I said, not letting it get to my head. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, So it was good. Good time, guys. Yeah. Good time with you boys. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, 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 we'll see y'all later. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.